What's up, guys? This is your host, Jay, and welcome to the 91 Perspective Podcast. So before we get into any big topics, let me just start by saying this. Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A. Now, I've been seeing what's been going on on social media, Instagram, Facebook, mostly Facebook. Well, not Facebook, scratch that. I'm sorry, guys. Um, My YouTube feeds. Yes, YouTube. I I see a bunch of people because I've been finding um I've been finding people that actually uh let me see what people are saying with this whole Popeyes versus uh, Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. Hmm. And for myself, a little background. I have I had a father that was from the south and my mom was from the Caribbean now growing up I was very much a fat kid I grew up eating all the time since I you know ever since I could remember I've been eating since I was like three years old like eating very consistently my mom I asked her even at my adult age I asked her hey um like when did I get fat? Like when did I start eating a lot? And she said, um, I always had a a healthy appetite. So I always was the fat boy. And I mentioned my father being from the South because I grew up eating fried chicken. Now that when you have a father from the South that and he can cook, I'm telling you. It's like the best experience. And also growing up, KFC was the big thing. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now I think it's um, Kitchen Fried Chicken or Kitchen Fresh Chicken. You can, you know, those are all interchangeable, but it's a really Kentucky Fried Chicken. I grew up eating... Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken more so than Popeye. I didn't start eating Popeye's till I was like in my teens. And I would see my dad, like he would come home from like security work, or whatever. And he would bring Popeye's. I was never like reluctant to Popeye's or anything like that. It's just that I was just, I grew up eating K- Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. You know, my family ate it, my friends ate it, you know. And I always wanted to try Louisiana Popeye's chicken, but I just never went out my way to go do it because I have it at home. I get Kentucky Fried Chicken. That was like kind of like going out to eat almost. And um, it wasn't, it, you know what? It wasn't like the popular thing at the time. Now, Popeye's is, you know, really big. I mean, it's always kind of been big, but usually in the 90s, KFC was the, was the place to go. And I had a KFC in my town, but eventually it actually closed down and had infestations and cockroach and it, it was just terrible i was i was so pissed off when they closed down the kfc um in my town but uh you know it's it's still closed down to this day they're actually uh working on the building like the building it it, it took some changes and it um it was like an office building and it, it, it's it's still there but now they're turning it into something i don't know what it is but they're finally gonna put it to use so i'm happy about that 
But back to this uh, Popeye's chicken thing, um, chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-A. I had the chance last week to have this sandwich three days in a row. Only bought one each day. So the first two days I had the um, I had the spicy chicken sandwich. The spicy mayo sauce, that stuff has a kick to it. It is spicy. I was on a Popeye's craze for, for three days. And I mean that the chicken is so juicy and crunchy. It tastes like a pop it's a it's a Popeye's chicken with a little something else. Like it's just a slab of meat with this it's cooked thoroughly and it's juicy and it's huge. The artisan um bun that they use for it, plus the 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 soured pickles. It's, it's, in this, it's a nice thick pickles, not that flimsy pickles you get at McDonald's or White Castles or Burger King. No, it's like this nice, soury, tangy um, pickles. And I'm not a big fan of pickles, but it really gave it that extra touch. So I had it for three days last week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, it was too much. And as a driver, having all that in you and, you know, you didn't go to the bathroom, you know. FYI, had to take some stuff, clean myself out. Not going to get into details about that, but I, I also was able to try this thing out again uh, Sunday. Now, the town that I went to, if you guys don't know where Baldwin is, I went to Baldwin and they had a line. I got there probably around like afternoonish. I, I would say between three and four. I can't remember exactly, but me and my girlfriend went over there. And I wanted her to try out the, the sandwich because she never tried it out. And <clears throat> excuse me, the line was out was out on the main street coming into the driveway of the Popeyes. And it's a small Popeyes. They don't really have a lot of uh, driveways uh, room, driveway space for all the cars to be inside the parking lot. You can go in there and park, but it, it was sold out at so many places the day before that they gave customers a two chicken sandwich limit, you know, per, per customer. So every customer that would go in there and buy a chicken sandwich, only uh, only two chicken sandwiches per customer limit. I was in the Bronx the night before. Me and my girl, we went to three different Popeyes late at night around nine or 10-ish. And all of them were sold out of chicken sandwiches. I'm like, wow. So they had to put a, a limit. They may discontinue it for a short time and then bring it back just to get the buzz back up for it because a lot of people seem to really love the sandwich. And I don't think Popeyes should actually get rid of uh, um, the sandwich. I don't think they should get rid of it. Like, I, like they should really keep it because... I would go there and buy it from time to time. And I don't really buy Popeyes like that. You know, I'm really, you know, I said I was a fat boy. Now at this point, I'm really more so into my health. I've lost a lot of weight since, you know, since I was younger up until now. And I'm continuing to go to the gym and, and work on my physical physique. But like right now, I'm actually eating uh, oatmeal with uh, apples, banana, a little bit of yogurt, uh, chai seed, and um, raw honey. And it's a good mixture. 
really good mixer. Got my water right next to me. But I never had the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. I hear it's dry. I hear um, it's a good taste. It's, it's quite similar. It's, the chicken is not as big, but I hear it's pretty decent. They got memes on YouTube. And it's not on, not just on YouTube, but like on Instagram. And there's this uh, one meme of Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. It's a side-by-side picture of this um, black guy. He's a, a, ESP, a ESPN um, correspondent. I, I don't know his name, but if you guys, you guys may have seen the, the meme or whatever, but it's the same dude you have um, on the side. He has his legs folded, like crossover, and he's like, you know, pr- pressed up in, in a nice, you know, attire kind of like business casual and it says chick-fil-a very polished very hey how you doing well um it'll be my pleasure welcome to uh, chick-fil-a and then on the side you have him in like a do-rag and he's pouring some liquor in a cup and this is popeyes like you know if you like come get your popeyes chicken we we hood over here listen you want you want this type of chicken it's gonna smack your lips and listen you getting the good stuff so there was another meme. It was like Chick Fil A is uh, was made by a girl named Sarah, who grew up around a lot of black people, got the flavor, but she cares about your cholesterol, so she's not gonna overload you with all that grease and fat in her chicken. So it's a healthier chicken sandwich. And Popeye's uh, Louisiana chicken sandwich was made by a old black woman named Lucille that has like. 12 or 13 grandbabies and she don't care nothing about your health uh Medea don't give a damn about uh, oh my god excuse me I'm gonna have to blink that out but um uh just curse I'm not trying to curse anyway it's just like she don't care about nothing about your health or your cholesterol but you know you're gonna get a uh a dang good sandwich so Though I never had the Chick-fil-A sandwich, I don't think I would be that impressed by Chick-fil-A. I had one chicken nugget yesterday um, from the um, Chick-fil-A that my brother had brought back. Well, actually, he had, it was actually, um, he had bought it like a, a couple of days ago. So I won't, it's unfair for me to give like a judgment based on like stale uh, chicken nuggets. But my verdict for the chicken sandwich that I would say right now, and I spent so much time talking about this, but I'm gonna have to give it to Louisiana Popeye's chicken sandwich, especially the spicy chicken sandwich. The classic is good. I had the classic on a Thursday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, it was spicy chicken sandwich. On the Thursday, I had a regular classic. So it's just a craze right now. Everyone is in on it. Everyone's going like almost, Almost all the social media sites are just like, not everyone, but like people that have food channels, people that do reactions. They're making skits on this RDC One World. Um, no, RDC World One. My bad, bitch, butchered that name. But um, listen, I, I'm telling you, I give it to Popeyes. And they're starting like a food war with all the other chains. Anyway, you know what? Popeyes, you've done a good job. So aside from that, let's get into this thing. What I'm going to be really talking about, I spent so much time talking about this 
Popeye sandwich. Oh my God, I really want to. Mm. Anyway, finding balance in life. Now, I know this is a challenge for a lot of people. Okay, finding balance in life. So Jay, what do you mean by that? I'm talking about if you're a person, you have a career job, and you're you're successful in what you're doing and you're making it happen, you'll find it hard sometimes to find that balance with family and friends, having a social life and, and just, you know, also managing other projects that you that you're trying to accomplish. And on the other side, for those that work a nine to five or a regular job that is not what they want to do, but they're doing it for the um, to pay the bills and you're pursuing your career or careers on the side and trying to balance that with family and friends, both are in almost the same predict both are in the same predicament as far as trying to balance that life out. Um, between you know this in the sense of finding balance trying to balance out everything in their life but two are but but both of them one is kind of doing what they love the other one is trying to do what they love now I know this for a fact for myself I'm a driver but on the side I pursue my art my uh, my YouTube content my podcast also i do a little bit of um uh, investing in real estate so these are things that i want to do as a career and as the main thing that pays my bills something that actually um brings me joy it's hard work but i don't feel like i'm working i don't feel like i want to stop doing it i you know i have the freedom to kind of move and maneuver and do whatever i want and the sky is the limit with these things because you can excel and take take these type of careers and go any which way you want and and, um, any time but any type of directions in your life and it's way more rewarding personally and financially in the long run it's way way more rewarding than working at a nine to five now if that is your thing and that's what you want to do there's nothing wrong with that i in college i met a guy that he said "I'm, i'm a simple guy um I just want to have a good paying job. You know, I'm not trying to start my own company. Um, I have any other um, philanthropy or business ventures. I just want to have a really good job, get paid well, and, you know, just have a house, family, just live a normal life. And I respect that as a person who wants a little bit more than that, but that was his version of success. That's what success looks like for him. And for all of us, success is different. And I think with that, it's a lot more simpler and it's easier to balance things in your life because when you are working for someone, you don't have to worry about trying to go and hustle and where your next paycheck is going to come from. You can, um, you you have a, a bit more of a set schedule. You can balance your social life outside of work. You can do other things you want. You're not really pursuing any extra stuff that takes away, um, that takes a lot more time and energy. You know, it's it's easier to balance, to have a, have a well-balanced life. 
that's easier. Um, I'm a simple guy as well. Um, I don't have to be the richest person. I don't have to be, uh, I don't want to be the poorest person, but um, for myself and for anyone that's out there trying to, that's working a job that's paying the bills and pursuing other things that could that could turn into, uh, have the potential to turn into a, a career that pays your bills, finding that balance with the thing you love to do versus the thing you got to do with family and friends it's it's challenging because there's it's not enough time in a day to do all of it to be completely honest with you there's not enough time in a day to do that now and you know family In fact, I'm not even going to jump to that real quick. I'm a, I'm going to say, I'm going to jump into the um to those that have a career. And your career is very demanding. You may be a fireman. You may be a music executive. You may be a politician. You may be a, a traveling pastor. You may be a share crop grow, grow, grower. Or a farmer, a farmer that runs a, a huge farm. Um, you may be a model. You may be an engineer. You may be a lawyer. You may be a full-time artist. As an illustrator, you're you're working on comics or you're creating concept art for uh, movie studios. And your career moves into other areas of your life, or I want to say your life, I would say moves into other career um, at um, um, venues as far as now more so than ever in the social media game. People are starting YouTube channels, creating video content, talking about these things, teaching people. You may um, get connected with Skillshare. You're you're doing videos. You're, you're starting courses to teach people on how to do this thing because you you know that in this day and era, the college era is kind of like doing like slowly dwindling, and you're moving your 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 skills to an avenue um, that the internet is a, is a very uh, big thing. It, it, there's a lot of um, uh, real estate that you can you know you can real estate in the sense of there's a free range of what you can do on the internet so you're you're venturing into that um and and if you're a very ambitious person on both sides whether you have a nine to five work and trying to pursue your career or you are your nine to five is your career and you're you're also pursuing other things you're very ambitious and your ambition trying to go after things you want it, it can conflict with um if you have kids you have to have uh, enough time with them to nurture them, to love them, to show them the way. But it's hard because though your children make you happy and you want to be there for your children because you being there makes them happy. You also want to fulfill yourself and fill up that tank of what you're going after. <clears throat> and it's hard a lot of times. And, it, you know, if you have a spouse that's another challenge because now your spouse, your husband wants your time, your wife wants your time. And it's not that you don't want to be there around them. For those that, you know, I don't know your situation, 
if you don't want to be be there around them, it's much easier for you because now you don't have to focus on them. But if you want to be there around them, but you got other things going on, and they're really demanding a lot of your time, it's hard. It's a challenge. You know, God bless you if you have a, a spouse that understands and they're doing their own thing as well to where you can tell them, hey, um, for these next like two or three weeks, I'm going to be very busy where there's a lot of things going on. They un- they and, and you tell them and they're like, hey, it's, it's fine, babe. I get it. Do what you got to do. I want you to be happy. Like, go get it. That's that's that turns me on when you get it. They understand that you pursuing your dreams and you going after what you got to do is in turn, it's going to benefit them anyway. It's going to bring more money into your pocket and into their pocket. And it's just overall, the family is going to be built up to this, this thing that is amazing. And it brings a lot more rewards in that life. But if you have someone that it, you know, they may understand, but, uh, they see like it's, you know, they still, they, they need a little bit more time or they don't understand it fully, then it's, it's more of a challenge. You're in that limbo space with, in that situation. If, and like I said, if you're with a person and they're kind of tired of it, they, 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 they're just like, you know, you spend more time with them than us. And, and, you know, the relationship isn't that great. It's not that strong, you know, you going after your career, your your mental state or your you know that 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 balance in your life is going to suffer because you're in a situation where it promotes stress because your foundation at home, who you have you get that drive from, in a sense, is kind of unstable now because now you gotta not only gotta worry about bringing an A game to your career. But you also have to worry about what's going on at home, their foundation. And I would say it's almost like the same, in, in that situation, someone with a career and not the greatest like dy- like relationship or dynamic with your intermediate family, it's almost the same as the person uh, working a nine to five and going after their career, their side career, or the, the, their career on the side it's almost on the same fence because now that person, they're like you pursuing your dreams and using your money from your nine to five. is kind of hurting us. We're not going out on trips as much. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. The kids need this. The kids need that, you know, my, my, or, or, um, if you got someone that's sick in your family, whether it's your mother or your grandmother or someone that takes care of you or a, a brother and sister, all of those things, trying to balance that out in life it is challenging. And it takes away from your focus from pursuing the things you love. Listen, myself in this in this thing, um, my dad passed away 12 years ago, right before I turned 16. And for like the past uh, it was like 10 years. Well, for 10 years out of the 12, it was just hard trying to go after the things that I want and 
while, you know, looking out for my family. You know, my mom needed a lot of my support. She needed me to kind of be there, be dependable, trustworthy. Um, as while my brother was kind of wilding out at times, it was hard to go after th- the things I want. And I started a lot of things and I stopped. I started, I stopped, I started, I stopped. And sometimes I look back and like, man, if I would just been consistent, look, well, look how far I would have gotten up into this point. But the beauty of going through all that is... I got to learn a lot about myself. I got to learn about the situation I was in. And what I want to bring to you guys is it's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay to stay there. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible. I believe it's from Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. And I'm going to kind of paraphrase, but it's uh, in the scripture along the lines it, it talks about for a righteous man or a, or a just man falls seven times, but rise again. You can say if you want for a, a, a just man or for a man falls seven times, but on the eighth rises up again. And in life, you're going to feel like giving up. Trust me, I felt like giving up. There was times where I didn't want to continue doing anything, even life. And because I was just frustrated with trying to find that balance, trying to go after the things that I wanted to go for in life, but struggling with my my personal issues going on, job, finances, excuse me, excuse me. Um, that oatmeal was good. Uh, being frustrated in the space I was in, but it was necessary for me to go through all that I went through because it builds character. And a lot of you right now are going through situations in life that you may not be where you want to be, but you're better off than where you was before. It's character building. Struggle has this way of building the kind of person you are. Showing you a little bit about yourself, um, learning yourself, knowing thyself, knowing thyself is the biggest thing you can take away in life. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know what you are and what you're not, it is, it's going to, um, it's going to hurt you in the long run. Knowing who you are, you will know how far you can go. Knowing who you're not, you're, you know what to avoid and what you need to work on to get better. Um, and knowing where you came from, see, I'm a man of God and I believe I, I come from him. We all, you know, in my opinion, we all come from him. We, we come from the source. He is the source. So knowing that I come from a, a great source that loves me and knows me and wants me to do well, helps me to understand what I am, who I am, what I and what I'm not and, and what and what to go for and what to go after and, and move forward. So I believe a lot of people in this um, space are very frustrated when trying to find this balance in life. Trust me, from someone that has gone through the ups and downs, I know what it's like to question yourself, to question life, to question if what I'm doing is the right choice or the right thing for me. 
and you have to ask yourself that question and you probably will ask yourself that question consciously or subconsciously and it doesn't help when you have uh naysayers or negativity coming from family and friends see here when the thing about family and friends which is interesting they could be the greatest thing to you or the worst in, in, at moments in your life or or consistently whether good or bad what I, what I when I say that is that if you're trying to pursue something that is bigger than you and you're you know and it's something that's new to you and you've never uh, tackled before in your life the people that know you uh, the most, that know you intimately, they're they're very close to you in your life. They only they, they know a lot of details about you that strangers don't know about you. So they a lot of times prejudge you or uh, based on what they know about you, that's the level of what they think you can do. So if they know this about you, they know this is what he has shown me of what he is capable of or she is capable of I don't think he can go to that level or to this level what they think it may be higher you're at a bar like to them they see you you've only reached 10 feet of your potential to them when you have 50 feet of potential you just haven't reached it yet it just it just hasn't manifested yet in your life you like you know you have it in you even and listen regardless if you doubt yourself at times we all have the potential of of reaching past 10 feet and going to 50 feet we all have that potential i don't care what it is that you're going for in life and whatever you're you're, you're trying to attain you know Whenever you go out of your comfort zone, you're going to you're going to grow. But like I said, when people only see your 10 feet of potential, <clears throat> this is what I mean, knowing where you come from. When you know you come from the source, from a being that has all power, you know you he gave you the potential for 50 feet. Sometimes, in fact, even more, 70, 100 feet. But people only see your 10 feet potential. If you have people around you that tell you the truth, they're honest to you. They give you a constructive criticism, no, constructive critique. Or if we want to say criticism, you can either or criticism or critique. Criticism sounds more negative than critique. If they give you constructive critiquing to making you better, instead of just criticizing you on the things you can't do, um, you are going to go a lot further in life because not only they're being honest with you, they're also encouraging. They're encouraging, encouraging you to go further. But ultimately, you know, they have to build you up or you have to get built up to where you believe that yourself because it all starts with you. But if you don't have that, that's where it, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot harder and it's hard to move forward in that because now you're working off the approval of others. What other people think of you, their opinions is now um, holding you back. And now you think other people that are strangers that don't know you think the same way. And it's, it's a hard thing to kind of mentally break through. Um, working through breakthroughs. This is a big thing. Listen. Sometimes having those obstacles, those walls in front of you, it's a it's a great way for you to overcome hardship. When you have that in your life, as far as 
people that are close to you, family and friends, don't see much from you. When you go out there into the world and you're dealing with strangers that they don't believe in you, you've built up enough uh, of, of a tenacity, a strength, and a thick skin to push through those walls. You're breaking through walls. When I look at a breakthrough, a breakthrough to me is like a, a, a solid concrete wall that you're breaking through the other side and there's this beam of light that is like the potential you're, that you have finally met, you're trying to reach. And now the only thing you can do is move forward. Or if they wanna say, the only place you can go is up. It's like an air balloon. You know, once you once you get to that level, all that air, that helium that comes into the balloon, you know, the sky's the limit. There are no ceilings to our potential when we when we're talking about you know knowing where you come from, getting that breakthrough, and and really a balloon can't really break through anything. Um, it, it's it's uh, depending on the size and what it is. If it's an air balloon, yeah, it's it it's it can break through a lot because just of how much you know. Look at yourself as an air balloon. That air balloon is all of your potential. There's so much that it it fills up. People keep us in a box. Once you have all of that potential filled up in you, you can break past that box break through it past the ceiling and keep going up to the sky where there are no limits that's where you want to be and you will get there you just got to believe you got to keep pushing forward listen breakthroughs have to happen when there is an uh, opposing force in front of you this is why i mentioned before this is all character building trust me is it easy? Are you gonna like going through the journey at times? No, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, like at times, I don't like the journey. I don't because it's something that I don't wish for. I don't ask for it on me. Oh, you know, I don't ask for my best friend or one of my best friends to talk behind my back, telling my personal secrets that I told you in confidence. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm not gonna like that. I don't like that, but what that teaches me is that even your close friends that you call a best friend, they may not value or have the same values as you because they're dealing with their own mess and they don't know how to deal with it properly. And they they have to put you down in order to make themselves look good and look at it like this as well. They feel threatened. They shouldn't. I'm not like, I don't. For me personally, I don't want a best friend of mine to feel threatened by my presence. That's not why I, I, I look to as a best friend or think a best friend should be. And no one in that position should feel that way. You need to understand that you are who you are. Um, and you can always grow. You you know, a wise old man once told me, um, I may not be the person I wanted to be, but I'm better than I, than I was before. So... For those out there that feel like you're insignificant and you're less than compared to people that you're around, like, understand that you're human. And that was just, you know, everyone's human, just like you. That just taught me something as well. Like, yeah, my, you know, my best friend at the time, he's human. He's not perfect. And he didn't grow up. He didn't, he didn't have the same life that I had. He didn't grow up the same way I did. 
you know, he didn't have some of the privileges or things that I had having like my mom and my dad in my life and, you know, having, um, you know, getting gifts for birthdays and, you know, having, you know, good family come over, good food, you know, being able to enjoy my life as a, as a, as a kid. And he didn't have that. He grew up with his grandfather, his, uh, great grandmother. He didn't have his father. It's like, he don't even know who his father is. As far as I know, his mom was in prison. You know, he didn't, you know, he, he didn't have certain things in his life. So I get it. Like if I was in his shoes, I might feel the same way. And he didn't get like, you know, he had, he got gifts, but he didn't get them, get them frequently. And his family was very negative. So that's what he knew best. And he learned to lie. Like, you know, he learned, he, what he learned early on was to put on a front of who people, uh, who he wanted to be, but he wasn't or who people thought he was and he wasn't. And, you know, it, it then showed itself up in his personal life and, and, and around me. So character building this, you know, you have to go through these things to, 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 to understand certain aspects of life because that right there what I've been through yeah it was hard but like I'm gonna go through a lot more tougher things than that so I'm glad I got that out the way and learning that um your your breakthrough when you get through something now trying to work in it working through the breakthrough it's it's you know it's it's tough because it's almost it almost feels like you're in a hamster wheel you're just like constantly running you're like when is this gonna stop like i i finally made it through what i made it through and now i'm dealing with some some next level stuff this um something that uh tyrese had i think i had heard he was on the breakfast club or something like that but he was saying new levels new devils now that's such a powerful statement like when you play a video game each level you you go up the 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 higher you go the stronger the opponent and it's the same thing with life whatever that is family finances um your 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 personal faith whatever you believe in whether it's uh god buddha you know listen there's so many different views on life Uh, i'm not here to judge but every new level there is a new devil and you have to learn how to maneuver in in that um space um in order to help the next person you know if you have kids you go through your experiences to be able to impart in them don't hide the truth from them you know be honest with them if they ask you questions don't shy away from them don't be scared because listen you may not like what I'm about to say but you you need to hear it's the truth you know when you die they're going to have to continue living this thing called life if you don't set them up with the knowledge that you that you have um you know how they're going to be prepared to tackle the world that they're in you know yeah you don't have to tell them everything but tell them the, the important things that they need to know that it, you know it's, that's going to affect them personally you know tell them about family tell them about friends you know be honest about like tell them tell them your story you know be honest with them about sex you know figure out what age you need to tell your child because 
someone could tell you, oh, tell them at eight years old, but you know, you know your child better than anyone else. You know, if your daughter is mature enough at eight to, to tell her, you know, you may have a, a daughter uh, or a, a, your son, excuse me, at 14, uh, you can't talk to him about sex, but your, you know, 11 year old son, he's a bit more mature. I don't know. You just, you know, your child and you can be honest and vulnerable with them. You know, they love you. They see you as God. You know, your first representation of God is your parents the, or your guardians, the people who take care of you, you know? So if they can't confide in you, if they can't trust you, if they, if they know they can't come to you to get the answers, to get the source, then, you know, why would they ever come to you about anything? You know, just, just understand that we're all in this together. We, we need to be, you know, one and just figure this thing out as well. Uh, don't do what your parents didn't do. Don't, you know, be afraid to talk about tough topics because you're afraid you're going to push them towards it. Listen, my father talked to me about sex growing up when I was like 12 or 13. And it wasn't the fact of like the sex talk in a sense. It was like he taught, he told me his story, me and my brother. And he was like, you know, he didn't deny us of from having sex, but he's like, if you're going to have sex, make sure you use a condom. Cause he was fully aware of the diseases that were out there. And he at least wanted us to be safe. And because of him being honest and open and talking to me about that, I, it, I end up withholding like out from sex. Like there was times where I was going to uh, engage in that and I didn't do it because I didn't have a condom. And I knew the girls that I was going to like do it with, they were already active. I'm not taking that chance on them. I love myself too much. I'm not going to put myself into something that I don't know what's going to happen to me at the end of the day. And I love my life. I have so much in store and I'm so glad that I had a father in my life that told me that at that young age where I'm, I made, I made the right decision then and I'm still here now. So you need to be honest with your kids and, and tell them the truth. You know, um, just, just, just be there for them. Be loving, just be honest and open. Um, yeah, new level, new devil. And it's, it's hard when you're, when you're so busy and you don't have enough time, you have to find the time. You have to make the time. It's, it's nice and all to be ambitious, but when you get, but when it gets in the way of family, you got to take it back down a notch. You may be listening to this and you may be thinking, well, no, I, I hear the gurus. They, they talk about, well, sometimes I'm going to have to miss some family functions. You know, they'll still be there. I hear that all the time. Listen, I get it. Yes. There's times where, you know, if you don't like your family already, then it's easy to kind of miss uh, those things. But if you if you have a personal family for those that have like, you know, a wife, a husband, kids like you, you cherish them though. That is your family. So uh, I'm not saying you're not going to miss out on family events and, and, and friend gatherings and things like that. Like 
that happens to all of us. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is sometimes going after that bag for an extra 20,000, an extra 30,000, when you get it, when you get it like consistently in the sense of if you're doing real estate and you and you have a, a system and you're making money in it and you know uh let's say three out of five times in the month you're going to get the bag like you have a goal your goal is to get five deals every month but on average you get about three to four or well, about three every month consistently and your deals you're making around 15 to 25 or, or 40,000. Let's just say you're doing that well. You, you know, the next month you can cut back and kind of do like one or two deals. Take that one week or two weeks to spend time with your family. Like, it's not always about the money. You know, is there ever going to be enough money? Uh, no, we're always going to need more. <laughs> But I think there's a, a, a place where you can be comfortable and you can still make enough to where you can have a good savings, a hundred thousand. Like if you're making that good of, of, of money, 50 to a hundred thousand just saved up in the bank. If something was to happen, you guys have enough money to, to start over or to, to hold yourself over until you get yourself back on your feet. Even if let's say you, you need more 150 K to 300,000. If you're if you if you made that in one year, next year go take a trip, go enjoy your life, because I see so many people like it's like yeah I gotta be on the go all the time, all the time. like like being obsessive over your career is like dangerous. Too much of anything in life, I don't care what it it is, too much of one thing is not good. Remember that. I don't care how much money you make, how much money you go out there. I get the bag. I, I go out there. I get the bag. Like it does not compare to your family. You do all of that for your family. So remember your family is important. Those are the ones you uh, are. It's important. You care for them. That's what, what make, that's what, you, that's why you do it for. Uh, that's what, that's who you do it for. Now, those that don't have a great family and I know and not everyone like I said not everyone has a great family not everyone likes their family or friends or who they're with then guess what it is this does not apply to you only thing I would say is still find the time to do what makes you happy and if your career makes you happy and that's what gives you that drive and things like that then go for it always remember as well because you're human take the time to rest Go to the jacuzzi, relax your body, go to the pool, go on a trip, you know, take the time to find that balance in life. You know, I was watching some reality show like years ago and it had Kevin Hart and Lala on it. For those who uh, know Kevin Hart and Lala, you know who I'm talking about. For those that don't know, you know, uh, Kevin Hart, uh, he, he's a big time comedian, comedian rock star. He's all in the media. Um, He's, you know, very successful. And Lala, she's the wife 
and this is the only way you, you can probably know it, uh, the wife of Camelo Anthony, basketball player. So years ago, uh, uh, Lala was talking to Kevin Hart about finding balance in life. And she was asking him, how do you do it? Like balancing your, your family life with your career. And he told her like, really there is no balance you just gotta make the time where where you can it's like a juggling act like you're you know i'm paraphrasing guys but like it's you're juggling all these different things i to to me how i look at it is um it is kind of the balancing act yeah it's it's juggling you're always throwing these things up in the air things like that If, if you're an actor especially if you're a big time successful actor or comedian whatever you're if your job uh, calls calls for you to travel, it's very demanding on you to travel and go different places, stuff like that. It's a lot harder. I feel for you. So, in that in that case, your life is unique to you. The balance for you may just be okay. I'm gonna do about three to four months of touring, maybe six months, half the year I tour. The other half. I'm doing small projects, but I'm I'm local. I'm around. I'm I'm home more because your kids do miss you. They 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 do need that. Um, another group of people that actually watch consistently on YouTube. You guys might have heard of them, Kevin on stage and Miss Kevin on stage, and you know he is a clean comedian. Um, that uh, his content evolves around, a lot around like church folks and churchiness and, and like the etiquettes and the culture of church and how pastors act and evangelists, you know, so his, his comedy is very clean. He doesn't curse, but he tours, he, you know, they used to work a nine to five job eight years ago and his wife, uh, he told her like, you know, I, I can't work for a nine to five and I want to pursue this thing, this dream. And they had kids at the time and just grinding out and going for their, uh, you know, their dreams and her being like the backbone and helping him. And they're, they're very successful now. Um, it affects their personal life, especially with their kids, because they want to spend time with them. Like they just want them to be home at times. And they tour, they, they tour, they do their thing. And they, you know, what I like about Kevin on stage or Kevin, this one, um, he realized that, you know, going after everything is not as important to him than his family. So um, he he said he's willing to give up certain things. He's 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 yes, he is very ambitious, but you know what? He's not going to sacrifice all of that uh, to the detriment of his family. So what he realized wasn't important to him is not as important to his children and his children is the most important thing but the balance is he's not going to give it up just to satisfy his children he still has to be fulfilled as well because if he's not fulfilled he's a grumpy father he's mean he's he's irritable it's going to affect the family so the his kids are old enough to understand this is what daddy does we cool his two sons are amazing They're, they're mature enough even at young ages um they understand and he and him and his wife, they are very um, uh, self-aware of of their space in life. And you, that's another thing. You have to be self-aware about your situation. If you're not self-aware, you can't make the adjustments. Like any drug addict, when they go to a, a rehabilitation program, the first thing they have to do is admit that they have a problem. Knowing 
thyself. And when you know what you are and what you're not, you're able to to make the adjustments. You're able to make improvements and move forward. Being self-aware, being self-aware is key to your development in life, to finding that balance, to make those breakthroughs, to get through the hard things, to working through a breakthrough. You know, if you're not self-aware, you, 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 you're not going to be able to get anywhere. Listen, sometimes in life, it's hard to make those adjustments when you're just trying to get it. I know, um, I know for myself, people that, and I can, and I can speak on this when you're trying to get to that next level and they say you you need experience to get experience, especially coming from college. Like I was that guy that it took me over a year out of college to get a um, graphic design job. And it was a, it wasn't even a job that I wanted or liked. Um, but you, you know, you had to do what you do. You had to do what you got to do. But, um, excuse me. I think that is such a terrible system in some regards to where certain places won't hire you until you have the experience that they're looking for. But how can you get experience if you don't have experience? And it's, it's a tough thing sometimes where, you know, what do you do? That's why there's a lot of people that actually work nine to fives while they pursue their own career, because at least they're their own boss. Like, you know what? No one's hiring me for the position that I'm looking for. I'm going to have to do it myself and work on it and do small jobs and take things where it's like um, it's uh, I'm doing it for free, but I'm getting the experience. I'm getting the exposure. I'm getting my name out there. So now I'm building a portfolio of whatever it is I'm doing. I'm doing and I'm, I'm, I'm building a fan base and I'm building a reputation. And that's probably more valuable than going to work for a company and saying, I work for Louis Vuitton, I work for Capcom, or I work for uh, the school system, uh, you know, the the Department of Education or whatever. And I do this, but, you know, um, you're you're under constraints at a job like certain places. they, They don't allow you to explore and grow. I think it's such a terrible system to work under like it 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 doesn't make any sense to me let me backtrack okay i get it i understand if i was an employer and i was hiring someone i would want to hire the person that knows what they're doing now with that said at the same token, I also remember when I was in those positions of, you know, fixing up my resume, making it look as best as I can just to not get a response and, and to put out multiple applications just just to not get anything. So I would also have to, you know, I would like to give someone a chance 
give someone a shot to getting the experience that they need necessary to where, yeah, I would love for them to stay at my company and I would try to do the best I can to make it a, a, a welcoming culture there. But I also want them to be able to go on to another place to where they can grow and, and, and be successful in the space that they want to be in. Who knows? They go to another place and they realize it's not for them. They come back. It's like, this is where this is where I'm at. This is where they should be at. Like, my place is popping. But, um, you know, uh, this... Uh, it's it, it's it's really tough. It's it's tough. Um, that whole thing of you have to have experience in order to work at a place to get more experience. I think they need to. I I really think they need to polish it. I think they need to really uh, make it more welcoming. Um, you know, internships are great, but there's you know there's some you know cracks in there where it's not the best system in my opinion like i think it, it could be better um it, it's it's yeah I'm, I'm i'm telling you it is uh i don't know there's more i want to talk about uh, talk about with with this whole thing as far as um that system but i'm gonna save that more for like another uh, another uh for my next episode so you know if you guys stayed around for my second episode for season one thank you so much i really appreciate you um this was a pleasure this was really fun i had recorded this uh, last night but i was so tired so i just said you know what i'm gonna do it the next day um just a little trans transparency so you guys you know you understand like going after what you want you're going to have to start from somewhere. It's okay if you start small. You know, t- you got to tell that to Kanye. If you guys didn't know, probably, well, he, let me not pick on him. Um, <laughs> going after what you want is always going to be a challenge. You got to make the time for everything in life. You know, whether it's your family, your friends, your job, and your career. So... Thank you guys for listening. I love you. Now, you guys, you know, follow the podcast. Follow me on Anchor. Please do. And I, I'm on other platforms as well. You got Spotify. You got Google account. You have Pocket Cast or Pocket Cast. Um, you have Breaker. You got other platforms. I'm not 100% sure on all the different platforms that I'm on. I'm going to double check that. Also, please uh, go to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. The 91 box. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. These episodes will be up first on Anchor, but I also will be putting them up on YouTube. So you can um, I may give like uh, shorter versions of some of the podcasts. Like I may give like parts to it. Um, I'm thinking about that. I'm not 100% sure. 100% sure, but I definitely will be posting the full episode or episodes on my YouTube channel because one of my shows that I have is the 91 Perspective Podcast. Like I said, it's not just here that I record these things. I also put them up on YouTube because that is one of my shows. Also, you can um, 
Catch Me on 91 Dreams. That's another show that I have on my YouTube channel, The 91 Box. You, you can also subscribe to my Instagram account, 91 Dreams. I will be posting up uh, merch soon on my 91 Dreams uh, apparel on Instagram. Go, sus- go follow me on that. Also, I have a 91 Dreams show that's on YouTube, and you can follow me on Instagram, 91 um, 91 Dreams, 91 Draws. That's uh, Draws with a Z, not an S. So, and you know, 91 Draws, uh, D R A W Z. Uh, forgive me if I'm kind of like all over the place, but and also, I will be. Um, I have another show on there called Unbox Me 91. This is 91 themed. I'm going with with this uh, whole thing. So that's another show. I will be doing unboxings as well. You know, on this podcast, I will be giving you updates. You know, there's more content that that will be coming. You know, guys. Again, thank you if you listened up until this point follow your boy there's more things in store go after your dreams never stop you may doubt yourself at times you may feel like giving up you know the your biggest uh people that you admire your the biggest celebrities or people that you, you look after they felt like giving up at times but they're still here they they felt like giving up they may have gave given up at some times at some points in their life but they got back on the train they got back on the gravy train and they decided to keep going you have to keep going to get that breakthrough. Keep going. Never give up. Trust me. I wanted to give up so many times, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And I'm glad that I have good people around me to kind of talk to and, and, and build me up at times when I need it. And sometimes I encourage myself. Guys, much love and peace to you. More in store. Follow your boy. And this is Jay of the 91 Perspective Podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. Love you. Peace.